Hi, this is Eve Decker. Welcome to my podcast, Loved, Mindful and Musical Perspectives on Daily Life. Episode 4, Impermanence. For many years, my dear friend Rabbi Chaya Gusfield and I have been meeting at the Mountain View Cemetery in Oakland to walk. It's hilly, spacious, and beautiful, with lots of huge old trees and expanses of grass. And of course, it's filled to the brim with tombstones. My grandfather and both of Chaya's parents are buried there. We both have friends buried there and parents of friends. And then there are tombstones going back 200 years or more. Some might find this disconcerting, but Chai and I both love walking at the Mountain View Cemetery. Mostly, we enjoy getting the exercise as we hike up hills and connecting with each other about our lives and work. But we also both appreciate the reminder of the brevity and uncertainty of life. We love remembering and paying homage to our beloved deceased and feeling the poignancy of the many unknown to us who have gone before, full lives now marked only by a piece of stone. We also love the reminder to reflect on our own lives, both of us wishing to use our lives and the various blessings we have to be of service while we're here. Staying cognizant of how short and uncertain life is can be an acquired taste. I like it for two reasons. First of all, I think it's wise to be in a place of acceptance about true things. For example, it's smart to be in acceptance about the law of gravity. The Earth's gravity is presently holding your body down to the ground. It would be pointless to be in denial about this and spend your life trying to jump up toward the sky in order to float unsupported. We accept the law of gravity because we all experience our bodies on the earth. Well, there's a law of impermanence also. Everything that comes into being, whether it's a person, an idea, a mountain, or anything else that has a beginning, will eventually end. Being in denial about this leaves us less prepared for the time when the ending comes. We can extend some things, but we cannot create unending permanence. All things have an arc of becoming, being here, and then going. I see value in acknowledging the reality of the inevitability of endings, or what in Buddhism is referred to as impermanence. So, I like staying aware of impermanence because it's simply true, and I want to be in relationship with the world as it actually is. The other reason I like staying aware of impermanence is that I've observed this awareness has a very positive effect on my choices and actions. When I recall impermanence, I feel a sense of urgency to acknowledge my own deepest feelings and values and take risks to move in the direction they call me. In other words, life is short. What really matters to me? And I ask you the same question from the same perspective. Life is short. What really matters to you? For example, maybe you feel called in a direction that feels scary to go. Remembering impermanence might encourage you to risk taking steps in that direction. I feel called to share teachings like these and to sing 
I continually have to walk through fear of spending my time this way rather than on things that earn more money. But the truth of impermanence helps me go in the direction of my heart and my values rather than spending time on things that mean less to me due to fear of financial insecurity. And the upshot of following heart and values, I've found, is a sense of fulfillment and well-being. Sometimes, recalling impermanence positively impacts relationships. Maybe someone you love has hurt you. This has happened to me. And I've seen that I can stay frozen and disconnected for a long time. But sometimes, the truth of impermanence has urged me to practice patience and courage, to forgive and to connect. Other times, the wisest course of action has been to choose to stay at a distance. But when recalling how short life is has led me to connect, the impact on my own well-being has been positive. Recently, the New Yorker magazine published an article titled A Photographer's Parents Wave Farewell by Aaron Orbe. It reads in part, quote, Deanna Dykeman's parents sold her childhood home in Sioux City, Iowa in 1990 when they were in their early 70s. They moved to a bright red ranch house in the same town, which they filled with all their old furniture. At the end of their daughter's visits, like countless other mothers and fathers in the suburbs, Dykeman's parents would stand outside the house to send her off while she got in her car and drove away. One day, in 1991, she thought to photograph them in this pose, moved by a mounting awareness that the peaceful years would not last forever. Dykeman's mother wore indigo shorts and a bright pink blouse that morning. Her father, in beige slacks, lingered behind her on the lawn in the ragged shade of a maple tree. The image shows their arms rising together in a farewell wave. For more than 20 years, during every departure thereafter, Dykeman photographed her parents in the same moment, rolling down her car window and aiming her lens towards their home. In Leaving and Waving, a portrait series that doubles as a family album, Dykeman compresses nearly three decades of these adieux into a deft and affecting chronology. Each image reiterates the quiet loyalty of her parents' tradition. They recede into the warm glow of the garage on a rainy evening and laugh under the eaves in better weather. In summer, they blow kisses from the driveway. In winter, they wear scarves and stand behind snowbanks. Inevitably, they age. Dykeman's father died first, late in 2009, having appeared in the series for the last time that August. In his final image, he rests one hand on the grip of a quad cane and waves with the other, bracing himself between a car bumper and his wife's side. Afterwards, Dykeman photographed her mother outside the house, sometimes accompanied by relatives, until 2017, when her mother relocated to a retirement facility. She kept waving for the camera as old age crimped her fingers. Later that year, she died in her sleep, unquote. Because she was alert to impermanence, Deanna Dykeman documented her parents' goodbyes through her art, photography. She was seeing and honoring them, honoring her own creative expression, 
and allowing herself to feel the poignancy of change. Staying conscious of impermanence and what our own hearts and values are calling for, we can prioritize choices that involve connection, love, forgiveness, creativity, gratitude, and presence. And these kinds of choices lead to the possibility of greater well-being with life on life's terms. I wrote this song one afternoon after Chaya and I had walked up in the Mountain View Cemetery. I like walking in the cemetery Buttercups are blooming every place And the grass is thick and green I appreciate the company of the dead I heard it was done when I said Keep death upon your shoulder It will remind you to love Sitting quiet Welled up in me one day What if someone drops a bomb Have I said all I must say No, my heart cried out to me It really must be said I love you, I love you, I love you I love you, I love you the company of the dead I think it was Don Juan who said Keep death upon your shoulder It will remind you to love Complacent ice, heart of cold Protection from the fear But like the sun that melts a thought that helps is that soon none of us will be here Am I ready for the time when the one I take for granted is dying? Remembering I hold a friend and whisper thanks for this moment we're sharing I like walking in the cemetery so beautiful there in the fall The changing leaves fall from the trees Like they do from a soul I appreciate the company of the dead I went and read the page where Don Juan said Keep death upon your shoulder It will While struggling to be happy 
podcast was produced, recorded, and edited by my brother, Ben Decker. For information about individual or group Dharma coaching sessions, classes, and live concerts, go to my website, evedecker.com. There, you can also buy and download music from any of my five albums. Thank you for listening to my podcast, Loved. We are loved. We are loved.